Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host. And today we're actually talking about fun, therapeutic toys and ideas for the beach. So if you are a therapist treating kids and listening to the podcast, probably what's getting ready to happen at the beginning of the summer is a lot of your families and the kids you see in therapy are going on vacation. And the beach is often a very popular vacation destination. I always joke and say that for like little kids, there's really nowhere else to go but the beach because you certainly can't go like hike the Grand Canyon with a three and four and five year old because this is not going to work out. So where can parents go and get a break? Because if you have a two, three, four, and five-year-old age child on vacation, you really need a break. And so if you go and sit on the beach, that two, three, and four, and five-year-old child can like run a long way and you don't have to get up and chase them because you can see them for like 25, 50 yards. So you can like sit for a second. So the beach is a very popular destination, especially for us, we're in the South. And so it's where a lot of our families go. And so they'll be gone for therapy for a couple weeks. And so as a therapist, you want to give them some ideas and things that they can do while they're on vacation to carry over the therapy and things that you've been working on, but yet they're still on vacation. So you want to give them some fun ideas. I'm assuming you probably already give them fun ideas, but maybe vacation-y beach fun ideas. And a lot of parents through the years have asked me, hey, you know, what kind of toys would you recommend for outside play or play in the pool or to take to the beach with us? Parents always ask me about toy ideas. So today I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about therapeutic ideas and things to do at the beach that are fun to carry over PTOT and speech ideas at home and then good therapy toys to use at the beach. These also can be used in the backyard in a sandbox and they can also be used in the backyard in a baby pool or at the beach in a baby pool. So these are just good, fun, tried and true toys and ideas that we've used at PDT here for a very long time. And so we thought we'd talk about them today. And if you're a parent listening, then you'll get some great ideas. So to start off, I am going to start with my all-time favorite toy. And if you've listened to our podcast about toys, you probably already know what I'm getting ready to say. So here it goes. Get ready. Drum roll, please wind-up toys. Like, I love a wind-up toy. I haven't done a therapy session in 25 years without using a wind-up toy. And my favorite wind-up toys of all time are the wind-up toys that come from California Creations. They're called Z Wind-Ups, and they are the best. And they're the best because you can wind those bad boys up for days and they don't break, or you can wind them the wrong way and they don't break. And they have so many, many, many choices of wind-up toys. And so I know you're probably thinking, why would you take a wind-up toy to the beach? The sand's going to get all in the gears and it's going to get all messed up. Well, these people are so smart, the people at California Creations, and they have water wind-up toys. So one of my most favorite things to do when our children were between the ages of six months and five is we would always put an umbrella up at the beach or a big one of those tents and we would bring a baby pool out to the beach and I'm talking about like the cheapest baby pool you could possibly get very small one and put it under that big umbrella and then my kids would love to play in the baby pool right there at the water because you know the ocean kind of scared them a little bit and it scared me because it would knock them down so they would play right there at the baby pool and I would put a bunch of toys in the baby pool for them to play with and one is a good water wind-up toy because kids love these things and so Z Wind-Ups has got some great water wind-up toys they've got a great whale called Wilbur who squirts water out of his spout 
as he goes and swims in the pool. They've got a great frog called Froggy, very creative name there. They got a great penguin that's Priscilla. All of their wind-up toys are named. Anyway, they've got a great bunch of choices, fish, turtles, frogs, penguins, seals, Saucy the seal. So you can just wind these guys up, put them in the pool, and babies and little toddlers love these things. And they're great for communication initiation. When the wind-up toy stops, it's a great opportunity for you to pause and for the child to request for more. It's also a great fine motor activity for pincer grips for the child to try to wind the toy up themselves. They can name the animals in the pool. There's also an opportunity for multiple word phrases for go alligator. Maybe not a lot of two-year-olds are saying alligator, but you can call it whatever you want. Go fish or go whale, go bird. It doesn't really matter what the two-word phrase is. You're just using a noun and a verb. So there you go. Or in this situation, verb and noun. But anyway, who's counting? But it's just a two, three, four-word phrase. If that's what one of the goals is in the speech-language world, fine motor for OTs, it's just a great toy. If PT, if you're working on stepping over something or stepping into and back out of, the baby pool is a great thing to do with that, climbing up and over something. So the side of the baby pool and back into the water, if you're working on kneeling or sitting. Their wind-up toys are great. You can do tons of stuff with them. And I usually, when I'm at the beach, when I had little tiny kiddos, I put a baby pool underneath a big tent and that allowed me to sit for like three minutes in a row, which is awesome, or five minutes in a row if I was really lucky. And it also allowed for that child, for selfish reasons for myself, to like wash the sand off before they just re-sanded me up again. Everybody knows who's got like a six-month-old, a one-year-old, and a two-year-old, and a three-year-old at the beach. You go there for like 30 seconds, and I promise you, after just 30 seconds to a minute, I don't know what happens to those people, but they are covered in sand, and then they want to come and sit right on your lap. And I've got my own sensory issues with that, so I didn't love it. So the baby pool at least lets you like dip them off before you had to like put that sandy ball in your lap of a person. So anyway, I love the baby pool, and these wind-up toys are fabulous. So that's one idea. That also leads us into another idea. Melissa and Doug has got some great water and sand toys. Melissa and Doug's got great stuff all the way around, but one of my favorites is the Louis Lobster Claw Catcher. And I'll say that about five times in a row and I dare you. But anyway, it's this great lobster and he comes with a little like fish and an octopus and a little green blowfish. But anyway, those little things that he comes with sink to the bottom of the pool and then you use the lobster and you squeeze the lobster in his claws catch little things at the bottom of the pool. So you could use it in a baby pool. You could also bury them in the sand and have the child unbury these little guys out of the sand. I've actually done a video on this at our website, www.pediatricdt.com. You can go and see the video of this and get a better idea because this is a podcast and it's so hard to get a visual for something that's just auditory. But this lobster from Melissa and Doug is great because it's a great fine motor activity, hand strengthening. They have to squeeze the lobster's tail for the claw to close. You can bury all kinds of stuff in the sand. It doesn't have to be these little guys. You can bury other toys, trucks and Barbie dolls and anything else you take down with you to the beach in the sand and they can dig it out with his little lobster claws. And you can also use it in the baby pool and just dig a hole with him. He's great. So there's tons of therapeutic ideas with that and tons of language with that. They also have in their Sunny Patch collection of stuff, great buckets, and they've got great like a little cupcake maker that you use in the sand. And my kids love this thing. And I use it all the time in our clinic and in our contract sites and then I use it with my own kids at home at the beach in the sandbox but you just fill the little cupcake holder thing up with sand and play having like a restaurant or a store or you can fill it up with sand it's a great also two-hand activity so you got to hold the little cupcake thing and then put the sand in it you can dump it out 
you know, put in and out, great language stuff. Also using two hands together, great functional play as you move into pretend play. It's also, even before functional play idea, it's a great cause and effect game. Put things in, dump things out. If that's where some of your kids are in therapy of putting things in and dumping things out and you're trying to move them to the next level for functional play, then before they dump it out, you can just put a seashell on there right quick or any old stick or anything and sing happy birthday. Kids love happy birthday song. So I do that all the time to add one little step in there to try to make it more functional play. Also, you can give me one, you get one, and everybody's got one. So it's a great pronoun activity for PT. Fill it up with both hands, hold it with both hands, walk a certain amount, run a certain amount. It's a great also heavy work because if you fill it all up with sand, it's a little bit heavier, the actual cupcake tray. So again, it's a podcast. You can't see it. So look it up on the website. I've done another video with this as well, and you can sort of see what I'm talking about. But it's the Melissa and Doug cupcake set, and it's great. So I use both of these toys all the time. And a new toy from Melissa and Doug that I'm super excited about is called Sand Blocks, B-L-O-X. Now, I originally was so excited about this toy because it goes with our kinetic sand that we use in therapy all the time. And that kinetic sand is kind of sticky and sticks together. And it does great if you put it in a form and then dump it out. It's fabulous. And these sand blocks are like squares and rectangles. One's a diamond, one's a triangle. And they're great. They're just simple, big shapes. So originally, I bought it for the kinetic sand. But there also would be great at the beach because you fill it up with sand and push this little uh, thing at the top of it and it helps you get the block of sand out just perfect. So you could make a whole bunch of blocks of sand to make a castle and a tower if you've got those advanced sand people. Personally, I've only ever been able to make like a mountain out of sand. So I'm personally not that advanced, but I'm sure there's like a six and seven year old out there that could like put me to shame. But anyhow, it's also great for cooperative play at the beach. If you've got a child who's having some trouble with cooperation and play, social play, work on some social play activities, this is a great toy because you can make a block, they can make a block, you can make a block and towers together. So it's a great toy for maybe some children who may have autism or autism like characteristics. So you're working on some social activities, pragmatics, that kind of thing and working together to build something is great for that activity. And there's also all kinds of PT and OT therapeutic applications because, again, you're using two hands. The way that it's set up, you have to actually push the little handle at the top to make the block come out. So for finger isolation, it's great. And then also for PT, you could put sand in one place and then carry it to another place. You can run with it to another place, skip, hop, jump. I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. You could build up a tower and knock it over, kick it over with the foot. So, you know, standing on one foot and, and use another foot to to kick something besides a ball, you can kick the tower over. So those sand blocks from Melissa and Doug are great. Those are just some top line therapy ideas, but they're really fabulous. And then also, I think Melissa and Doug has got the best set of buckets for the beach. They've got four buckets. They go in from biggest to littlest, but they're just big, simple, good plastic, easy for little hands, good for bigger kids because you can fill a big one up with water, but it's not so big that they can't carry it from the ocean back up to the sand. Again, nice, heavy work two hands carrying something, walking a distance with them. But they just have some great buckets, just simple, plain, basic toy. Those four buckets from Melissa and Doug, they're fabulous. They make great also towers, fill it up with sand and dump it over. Again, another great two-handed play toy and great speech toy for putting things in, cooperative play, working together. It's all the stuff I mentioned before, but those Melissa and Doug buckets are fabulous. One of my most favorite toys. Which leads me to a set of Haba toys that I dearly, dearly love. So the first thing I love about this set of toys that I'm going to talk about is their great material. The plastic is solid, but it's not too heavy, but they don't break easily and they last forever. They retain their color, they retain their shape, and they're just good quality 
day in, day out, day in, day out, sand toys. Quality is fabulous with these Hobbit toys. And they're just creative and new and different. Toys that you haven't really seen before. So my first favorite Haba sand toy is the thing that's called the sand drill. Now this is kind of what it sounds like. It's a little drill and you hold it with the handle but it's not that big and it's not motorized. It's motorized by like little people arm strength. So you basically drill it and twist it and it drills down into the sand. It's about mm, six inches high and they hold it with the handle and they drill down to the sand and as they drill down to the sand it's got a hole in the bottom so sand comes back out the top. So you can make this cool hole because kids like to dig a hole. It's fun. So it's a great motor strengthening, upper body motor, uh, hand strength, arm strength, core strength, because you have to really kind of sit and hold and drill down in the sand. So it's some heavy work. You can count how many holes you build. You can put stuff in the holes and hide them. So speech and language is great. So the parent could even drill the hole. You could put like a Superman that you bring with you to the beach down the hole, cover him up, hide it. And like, oh my gosh, where is he? Let's find him. And have him dig and find it like a hide and seek kind of game. Great. I found him. You know, great communication game and cooperative play again. And it's just fun. Hey, it's fun. And this drill is awesome. We've tried to sun bleach it and can't do it. So it's great. Also, the Haba people got small. Now, I have sat on a beach for many a year, and I have made like a mud or a drip castle. That's what I call it. I call it a drip castle. Other people call it other things, but I call it a drip castle, where you basically put sand inside of a bucket with water, and you grab the sand with your hand, and you make like a drip castle. It's like it drips off your fingertips, and it makes this big mountain if you sit there long enough, which I have, and I don't know if that says something good or bad about myself, but anyway, I have through the years sat there to make a whole big drip castle, which means basically a mountain of wet sand that just dripped off my fingertips so anyhow that's apparently the old-fashioned way of doing it because the Haba people got smart and they made this thing and it's called a spilling funnel so anyway sand goes in one side and water goes in the other side so it's kind of heavy so it's great heavy work also strength in arm sometimes when my kids were little I'd have to kind of help hold their arm up with this thing because it can get heavy if you fill it up with water and sand but it's like a funnel put sand in one side water in the other and it makes a drip castle and it's fun. It's cool to watch it. It's almost kind of mesmerizing watching the water and the sand drip out together. And then when it gets empty and it doesn't take too long to get empty. So it's a great speech and language toy. You're like, oh no, it's all gone. Uh-oh, where'd it go? And then you can fill it back up and put more sand in and put more water in and do it again. And you really can't screw it up because you're dealing with like sand and water. So nothing's permanent. So you can't mess it up. They love it. It's a great heavy work. Great arm strength. You can hold it with two hands. Great core strengthening because you really got to use your core to help hold this thing up because it can be heavy. And it's great plastic. It's also see-through so they can see how it's happening at the same time and you can talk about it. I love this toy. My husband says, though, he goes, hey, what was the matter with the old-fashioned way? I'm like, dude, get with modern. We got a modern way to make a sand drip castle. Sheesh. Anyway, so also one of my favorite Haba toys is they make these great little ice cream cones. And so my kids have a bunch of these ice cream cones. I've used them in therapy as well with our kinetic sand in our clinics. But at home, the beach or sandbox, we've used them in a lot of our developmental day centers that we work with with kids there playing in the sand. So I've used them a lot of therapy too. So they work in your backyard, people. I've tried it in the heat of August and 100 degrees. They work. Anyway, it's like these little tiny ice cream cones. And you fill them up with sand and you can dump them out and make these little cone castles or you can pretend like you're selling ice cream they've got great ice cream scoops that go with them so i've used it a lot of cooperative play outside at our developmental day centers with a bunch of different kids and like oh she's got one he needs one who needs one i don't have one give one to me you pronouns also turn taking you have to share the scoop 
you want a blue ice cream cone. So I want blue ice cream, put more words together, initiate, I need one, or just initiate in and out. They make great little cone castles of sand. So also if your child doesn't wait long enough to fill up the whole bucket and dump the whole bucket over, because that can take a while, you can use these little ice cream cones and they fill up pretty quick and dump out quick. And they're really castle proof. There's not that much sand in them. So you can dump them over and get a sand castle pretty quick. So they're great for that as well. We use the ice cream cones all the time. Also, Haba has got the greatest shapes for sand. So, you know, the shapes that you can buy, like a starfish or a sun or a truck, these big plastic sand molds. Well, Haba got smart, and they've got a Sun Bistro sand snack. And it's a hot dog and a hot dog bun, and it comes like a little plate. And another one is Sun Bistro Sand Candies, and it comes like a little tray, and it's got these four little candy molds. And they also have a French fries one. They also have a sand breakfast, and they've got this little thing you can make an egg out of, too stinking cute. So they've got a lot of these little sand, Sun Bistro things that you can make, so it's different types of play. So it's just different than your starfish or your truck. And they're great because then you can make the candy and pass it out, or you can hot dog or French fries and make like a little breakfast breakfast or lunch. It's great. Little sand toys that you can make and use at the beach. So they're great. Then also, last but not least, it has this very cool shaker. You put sand in it, you can shake it. And I use this a lot of time with the hot dog or the candies, like shake out the sand on top to put salt. I don't know. It's just fun to shake sand out of something, honestly. I mean, maybe I'm operating at a preschool level, which is cool with me because those are some of my favorite people. But it's just cool to see something shake out of. So you can put sand in it and you shake it out. And that's a great upper body and core because you have to have a decent amount of core strength to sit up and if you're working on sitting to be able to lift your arm and to shake out and then for a speech and language it's great to you know I want some shaker or just put multi-words together and use words and so you can shake salt on your different friends candies and hot dog and french fries or whatever you're shaking out nice combinational play good functional play and it leads nicely into some fantasy play so all those different levels of play and if you're a speech and language person listening you know what I'm talking about so there you go but it's a great thing and it's very inexpensive and it's great for families to use with their kids and so you can look at these toys on our website again at www.pediatricdt.com and see the toys that I'm talking about and many of these toys have a video that goes with them so those are all good things as well now one of my big gross motor activities that I like to do at the beach and I know you all thinking it's going to be a ball it's not a ball because a ball is too obvious so everybody brings a ball to the beach right well this is different so instead what I like to bring is what we call here is a zoom ball anyway the zoom ball let me describe it to you is this plastic and it's not the shape of a ball it's the shape of like an egg and there's a hole in the middle and it's got two strings that come out one side with two handles and two strings on the other side that come out with two handles you have to have a partner for this game but you pull the two handles apart each handle in each hand stretch your arms open wide and the zoom ball sails across the string to the other partner and then the other partner opens their arms wide and it zooms back to you so back and forth back and forth so you open your arms wide and it zooms across and then the other person opens their arms wide and it zooms across and you go back and forth and so it's a great strengthening game for your upper body OTs use it all the time at the clinic and PTs and it's a great fun cooperative game back and forth the harder you fling it open the faster the zoom ball flings to the other side to the other person so my older boys use this game they're 14 and 16 they try to hurt each other by slamming it back and forth by opening their arms so wide that it sails across the string so fast to the other person that it gets their fingers. But that's not what I'm saying you should do with this toy. What I'm saying you should do with this toy is use it for little people who are kinder and gentler and nicer with it. And they use it for good strengthening upper body back and forth. It's a great eye contact game because you really have to watch the other person. And it's fun and it's fast, but it's not so hard that little people can't do it. When I say little people... 
really for five-year-olds. It's not a two- and three-year-old game. It's really best probably for a five-year-old and up. But it's fun. It's fun for adults, too. But you got to be kind of coordinated because you got to open your arms, close your arms. Great speech and language. You know, Hayden's turn, Johnny's turn, Hayden, Johnny, that kind of thing, and zooming it back and forth. It's fun. It's a great toy. It's a great game, and it's a lot of fun. And it's lightweight, so if it's in a beach bag, easy. It's not heavy. You just throw it in there and go. So we use it in the clinic all the time. And the last thing I want to say is a brand new toy that we just got in is called a hip mitt. And these hip mitts are awesome. They got a foam ball and they've got these little foam mitts that fit on your hand. And it basically works kind of like a racket ball, but the mitt is actually on your hand. So you hit it with your hand and you just hit this ball back and forth and it's foam so it doesn't hurt anybody. And you just hit this hip mitt and it's just your hand. So it's not like a racket. So it's a little easier for hand-eye coordination. Same thing as throwing a ball and catch, throwing a ball, but it's just a little bit different. And you also have to have a flat hand. So it's a great thing for flattening hand out and using your hand to hit the ball encourages the child to keep their hand flat and open because the mitt sort of fits over their hand. But the mitt is not a glove. It's actually like a little foam piece that fits over the front and back of your hand. So it's really not hard to put over top of your hand, easy to get off and easy to get on. Very lightweight And it's nice because you don't have to use a racket. So there's a little less hand-eye coordination with it, like I just said. And it's just fun. It also fits in a little bag. Very lightweight. Very portable. Great backyard toy. Great playground toy. Great beach toy. It comes with a little foam ball. But you really could use a bigger foam ball if you wanted to. You could use like a wiffle ball with it. Or a tennis ball might be a little heavy. But you could use a bigger foam ball with it if you're worried about the child seeing it. Or if you're using it with younger kids. But it would give a younger kid, if you're not too far apart, a lot of success because they just have to hit it with their hand. So they would probably be very motivated for this toy. So it's a great, we just got it in. We just found it at the Toy Fair last year and they're great. You can check out our website and see them there, but they're a lot of fun. We play with them in the clinic a lot in our outside play area and we're having fun with them. So it would be something I would definitely recommend to families to take with them to the beach and use theirs. So those are my top five or 10 or 20 or however many I just went through, I think a bunch of sand toys and fun things to do at the beach. So if you're giving recommendations to your families, give them some of these things that'll be fun to do on vacation that they'll want to do. And it carries over to therapy through the vacation. So when they get back, the child's still been working on stuff, gives the parents lots of success, the child lots of success, and also gives you some feedback on, hey, this what worked and what didn't work. And it also keeps your families and parents involved in the therapy session. Because remember, it's a partnership between you and them. So this helps them carry over to home so this child can grow and do and be successful. And just like our tagline says, grow more, do more, be more, and meet their goals for therapy. So this has been fun. I've enjoyed it. I hope you'll be able to carry over some of these therapy ideas in therapy this summer, home, to the beach, to the backyard, to the pool, to the playground, all those places. Therapy, if nothing else, it should always be fun. We're dealing with kids and it should be fun and be a good time and it just helps to keep them motivated and the parents involved. So hope you've enjoyed it. Check out some of these toys on our website again at www.pediatricdt.com. We've actually done also a podcast with the wind-up toy people. So check that one out. It's a lot of fun. We went through all the wind-up toys, not just the water ones. So listen to that. And if you're on our website, then all of these toys and resources are under our therapy resources tab so check those out and you'll see them and a lot of them have videos so check those out as well and give us some feedback let us know what you think and how you like them and how they helped you out so we would love to hear from you and we really like that a lot so thanks everybody for listening and i'll catch you next time on another episode of the working therapist thanks for joining us for today's edition of the working therapist an extension of the pediatric developmental therapy network if you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com.